0: ...Town, Bethlehem, Easton, and sometimes Mainz. Welcome to the Lehigh Valley with Love podcast. All right, all right, all right. Now Welcome that. to episode
1: You'll still 77 the all right, all right. of the
0: Lehigh Valley with Love podcast. I am your co-host George Wacker with our other co-host Tyler Rothrock. Believe it or not, this is the second time that we've started. I they believe it
1: because <laughs> there's a lot of times <laughs> that we've said that to them.
0: You know, the funny thing is, at least we started at this time, and I, I realized that uh, our guest today, which is ArchQuest programming director Ryan Hill, he's like talking about something, and I'm like, I can't. You can't hear, hear him. him. And this kind of like defeats the purpose of the podcast, right? Right, because if he, if if, you you know, he's the guest. I'm like, what's the point? And this
1: whole uh, thing is based on him talking, then people listening. And if if there's a a mix up there, we really didn't do what we set out to do. It would
0: be funny. Well, I mean, we are planning this because Music Fest. If you're listening to this on Monday, Music Fest starts on Friday. Thursday. There's a preview night on Thursday, so this is timely. Like we have had everyone. Associated with Ryan Hill on the podcast, mm-hmm. you know his, his
1: cronies. Yeah, <laughs> Steve. Well, I would call me. I would call him the entourage. Oh, is one oh one? wow, yeah,
2: I never even thought Steve I had Bost. that.
1: Steve, w- who would Steve? Bo- Steve Boss would be Johnny Drama in your entourage. <laughs> 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 it's true though. Would Lunger <laughs> uh would Longer be Turtle? I think Longer would be Turtle. <laughs> I hope he's listening. That's kind of me. <laughs> what
0: Tur- Turtle doesn't have like lunder has some leadership skills turtle was ended
1: up being the richest one
0: oh, was he I, I didn't really
1: like I didn't watch all, the end of the it through. but I think so he, didn't he start a company or something
0: I don't know but welcome.
2: Thank you. Thank Finally. you very much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Before we got cut off, you did say that you at least listen to one of these. the day uh, yeah, after got l- married.
2: I've listened to, a, uh, I think, the majority of them. Oh, uh, wow. But- um, we,
0: have a, we have a fan. We have a listener.
2: We, one of my uh, favorites was, yeah, the one you did, Tyler, uh, well, that you guys recorded the morning after my wedding. <laughs> yeah. Which, I don't know why Tyler would ever agree to oh. record a podcast episode the morning after attending a wedding. Yeah. Because yeah. Tyler does politics. weddings hard. I do
1: weddings g- good. I'm a, I'm a oh, good wait, wedding wait, wait. guy. The,
0: b- before we even get into that, we're talking about weddings the last podcast we did with kayla dwyer from yeah the morning Call, i listened to that one too we printed out everything that you had to say at the wedding. i was an officiant and that i had to, he had to he print left, out my words he left the recording and went to officiate a wedding and we had printed out so how did that go
1: i it was hot it was a hot <laughs> wedding uh but how did you do Because you i'm here Sir? i'm here i lived
0: It is easy to do a Google search for financial information, but what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate facts from fiction? That is where Judd Walter of Walter Investment Partners can help. Judd is a financial advisor at Janie Montgomery Scott located in the Bethlehem office. He will take the time to answer all of your investment questions and help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Judd can also help you with estate planning, setting up trust, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call or text Judd today for a complimentary portfolio review at 610-609 Eight zero zero one, or visit Walter Investment Janie Montgomery Scott LLC, eighty one Highland Avenue, Suite one hundred, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania one eight zero one seven. Member FINRA, and SIPC. Thank you. And now back to the podcast.
1: I had uh, my I had a lot of vodka clubs. You no, know, my me wife and I night. didn't
0: know like. I think it's great. Like, you talk about entourages. You also have an entourage of people from Nazareth and.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's the word. But I would you got, say
0: there, there's been a lot of.
1: I would call it a, a gang. A,
0: a lot of your friends have married other friends, in that whole thing.
1: Well, no, pretty, no, that's not true at all. You
0: married one of your friends, or buddy. Pat oh, oh, that's someone. you mean. I thought
1: you meant my friends are marrying one of our other friends. No, like, you are like picking friends a civil to union. be the.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, fish. married by, like, actually yeah. married yeah. them. Right. Yeah. I see, I see.
1: Like, I picked John
0: Callahan to do...
1: Did, did you? He married us, yeah. Really? I had a d- did he waive all those unpaid parking tickets that you had? <laughs> I had a lot at one
0: point. <laughs> but we're we're here to talk Music Fest, uh, where I'll probably get another... My most expensive parking ticket I ever had was
2: at Music Fest. I, think, I feel like that's got to be the that, story for most people.
1: Yeah, I left my car at Music Fest. Actually, when I was still living in New York, I got a phone call from the police... Cause I used to park.
0: Was that the night you tried to go into somebody else's car? No,
1: that was a different time. Okay, George, thank <laughs> you for. George always he finds the opportunity to to, to bring up all my mistakes. Well, on no, here. I just no, nah, I get it. It's fine. But uh, I got a call. I used to park down the street. Like there's like that cul-de-sac. If you walk down the bridge from Brew Works towards West Bethlehem, mm-hmm. make a right in there, and there's like oh, always yeah. a roadblock. Yeah, we would move the roadblock and park down there. It was like Pat. Pat's grandmother or Ann or oh, okay. something. Well, sure. And I I just left my car there for like 3 weeks after music fest. <laughs> and they weeks. called my they called my mom and they were like thinking I'm a missing dead person.
0: Are you like upset about this cuz it seems like they're doing their job? No,
1: I'm not upset about All it. All right,
0: good cuz that's weird.
1: No, but it took them 3 weeks. They're like, "Hey, this this kid's missing. It's like he's dead after 3 weeks." He's not missing. I
0: wonder if they opened up your trunk.
1: Oh, well, he probably saw all the shit I have in my car. I'm like,
2: yeah. he's fine. He probably your, just, he's probably just—he's probably sleeping. All your somewhere. comedy CDs. Yeah.
0: It's like, still. Well,
2: has the have has the music fest parking pass story been told on this podcast? Oh yeah, yeah. probably like yeah. 13 yeah. Okay. times. I was gonna say.
1: No, not 13 times, but it's definitely been talked about. But
0: yeah. It, I mean, that's funny though. They gave him an open-ended. They're like, how many do you want?
2: Yeah. Of course, he's the one who's going to put 30. Well, yeah. why
0: would you not? Right. I'm kind of siding with you. I
1: forget who I was talking to about that like recently, and they. It was Addie. Was it Addy? No, it was somebody. I forget who it was, but it was somebody like important. <laughs> okay, like That's somebody a nice that slam of I Addy. think Addy's important. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Addy is important. <laughs> no, not like not affiliated with ArtsQuest. <laughs> like know somebody you. that like. I'm guess not, I guess oh, I man, yeah, whatever. I, I pulled a George right hey, there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bad. Regardless, uh, welcome, Ryan. People in the entertainment comedy community know you. Mm -hmm. i mean is it weird to be like you've i mean you've had a career so far
2: yeah uh you it's weird that it's been this long i guess to a certain extent (laughs) that it's that you know now i'm looking at like you know i think tyler i've known you now 10 years like and that i can count that and then that's like a a a, a 10 you know that there's a, a one in front of that number that that because did you start in 09 i was trying to think about this earlier 10. okay so it's not been quite 10 years yet yeah. but it's going to be soon but, i mean did you oh and you know what george also the other thing too sure. on my facebook memories today oh, what boy. popped up was that 10 years ago uh or maybe it was nine years ago uh i interviewed you on wdiy for like oh. a art salon thing oh, oh, yeah, thought i thought that was kind that. of hilarious that that came up today and that's i funny. remember that
0: because that was fun because i went in there and if you've ever been in the word wdiy is, is what is
1: it? wdiy it's a radio station yeah it's, it's like the the NPR NPR station.
0: It's not the Flatiron building, but it looks. It looks. looks It's the Flatiron building on the
1: south
2: side. Yeah. Well, you were doing that before comedy? Yeah. Well, I had a. uh, My career was in radio before comedy. And then. But when I moved here, I was kind of getting out of radio. um, But what I was doing, though, was volunteering it at WDIY. But that was when I was working at Civic. So I would just. I kept volunteering at WDIY just to kind of. I've always kept like my toe in the radio door to the point where even now I'm still doing like traffic reports on Monday afternoons. Isn't
1: everybody in radio kind of volunteering?
2: <laughs> I mean, well, at this point, aren't we, we are. all? Yeah, <laughs> isn't <laughs> it's all just one big? Well, all, like
0: For your history, g- give us the the, the cliff notes. Um, high school through back to Leah Valley.
2: Okay. Uh, the cliff notes essentially are I was, uh, I grew up up in Jim Thorpe. Um, I went to uh, Ithaca College, and I know Kayla went to Ithaca. I listened to that. Good, mm-hmm. good, yeah, good two time. in a row. What yeah. are the odds of that?
0: Ithaca is a good school. Like Ithaca, but one I'm one saying of the, it's that's far like from Americana here. College. Yeah. Like if you
2: do. I guess. Yeah. yeah. It is. Um, so graduated from Ithaca, uh, came back to Jim Thorpe for like a, a couple years, but started my radio career working at uh, Cat Country. Um, I was the overnight DJ at Cat Country, and then became the morning show producer. Then the morning show uh, moved to Cincinnati, and I went with them. So, oh, wow. I was in Cincinnati for about a year. and Now, this is where I fell in love with stand-up comedy because... Jim uh, Toos. I uh, fell in love with Jim Toos out there. <laughs> no, Jim <laughs> Toos Listen, in Cincinnati. He was in Cleveland. Cleveland. Ah, That's right. shit.
0: They're very far away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, are very,
2: they are like... Incre- like I actually have still never been to Cleveland. <laughs> I've driven past it, but I've never been in On it. On purpose, I'm uh, sure? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I fall in love with stand-up comedy there because I was broke, real broke. But we were interviewing these comics, like Jim Gaffigan uh, came through, Pablo Francisco. I remember coming through. Uh, I remember Ralphie May coming through. That was a that was that was a weird one. There was that was a, a weird situation. Rest in but, peace, Ralph, uh, Ralph. Yeah, rest in peace, uh, sir. But um, so what would happen is never meet your heroes. That's probably why <laughs> it was weird. Well, no, what was particularly weird is he came in the first morning, energy like a hundred, awesome. Yeah, and he was like, I love this so much. I want to come back to, and then tomorrow morning, and like we'd never had a comedian. Uh, asked that before but we were like yeah of course if you want to come why not the next morning i don't know if he had a bad show the night before but that man like if he was at a 10 the morning before he was at a negative eight why would he even do it because he wasn't Uh, obligated to he was not obligated at all he just he really had a i don't know if cocaine was involved i was gonna say he do i don't know. i
0: don't i I mean i know he he passed away yeah i won't speak
2: for the man but yeah i think probably It was interesting but no, uh, I won't speak for him. But. Yeah, so I'm t- I'm getting like all these comedians are giving me free tickets to their shows. I'm going to Go Bananas in Cincinnati, which is an amazing club. Uh, basically, falling in love with stand up that way. But How old are you at that point? Like I'm 20, 24. Okay, I'm 24, 25. And do
0: you see like stand up comedy? Because there has like the thing for me that's always interesting. Because I don't, you know, like I'll write. Mm-hmm. Like when we talk about uh, comedy, possible we'll get into that. I've never seen a stand-up comic and go, wow, I want to personally do that.
2: Uh, Well, that was kind of the progression of it. I would say, uh, Tyler probably knows this feeling like, so I go to this show, the, the, the normal Friday, Saturday night show, and so there's, you know, host, feature, headliner. So the host goes up, and I'm like, I'm funnier than this person. Mm. Then the feature goes, and I'm like, oh, I'm probably as funny as this person. Then the headliner comes up, and I'm like, I can never do this. Okay. I can't. Like, they're, they're killing too hard. Like, you know, like, it, but you do that enough, and you still catch that bug. Then I had a buddy there who wanted to also be a stand-up. So he would invite me over to his place to uh, to write comedy, but we just get drunk and play Madden. So uh, I ended up moving, which to which is part of the process. Probably, yeah, try
0: just like set up the, uh, the to record it as you play.
2: Podcasts yeah, yeah. weren't a thing probably then. No, not at all. Um, but that w- would have been a great podcast, yeah. I guess. Probably. So then I moved to the uh, <laughs> I moved to the Lehigh Valley to be with my girlfriend at the time, and uh, that same buddy uh, ends up taking a class. In uh, in Cincinnati, invites me back. What if it was, he said it was Dave Chappelle? No, it was his not buddy Dave, and but that Dave buddy? Chappelle was like right by the Best Buy yeah, I worked yeah. at. He was evidently, he would come in and I never would see him, but he would come in. That was his Best Buy that he'd come <laughs> and buy stuff
0: yes. from. That's, That's so random. <laughs> But
2: yeah, he invited me back and tricked me into doing an open mic. He was in just Cincinnati? like, yeah, my first open, my first time doing comedy was actually in the city across the river in Kentucky, Covington. First huh. time I ever did stand up huh. was in Covington, Kentucky. Th- there's a
0: trivia question, yeah. like down the line, so yeah. like uh, what <laughs> an Easter egg, yeah. yeah.
2: So uh, how did that go? It went great. It, everybody's first time always did goes great. you get great. like,
0: you're like, whoa. Cause, yeah,
2: like, because everybody's first time, uh, for the most part, I don't know if you found this, Tyler, but my first time, I killed. But I also had notes. Like, I had notes in front of me. Well, yeah, well you have no reference point. Notes yeah. don't bother me. You've never bombed, so you don't,
1: like, anything's better than anything. You've ever, you've never done it. Right. You know, so it's I like just it's like it could, running a mile. Like, the first time you run a mile is your best mile time.
0: Well, it's the same. Like, when I get, like, if I did a funny... I wrote a funny Hypothetically blog. right yeah. if, if
1: that possibly could happen You're right, yeah, right.
0: <laughs> That's good Don't <laughs> fuck yourself um, But no like You're right And then you get Like your responses on it Like yeah. that's You know yeah, You're yeah. just like This is yeah. what This is the greatest thing ever
2: So then the I came back here The second time I ever did comedy Was the exact opposite It was at the Teleho The night before Ooh. Labor Day that's, And that's, And I yeah. bombed So hard well, Somebody would Yeah Somebody was started yelling Because it was a music Open mic and I remember going and trying to do the comedy stuff. For some reason, my dad and my sister were there, which awesome. was terrible. Yeah. Um, and some dude in the middle just was, was your drunk. dad like,
0: did he pat you on the back afterwards?
2: I don't even, uh, no, I don't know if he could <laughs> look me in the <laughs> eye. I'm <laughs> not sure. <laughs> he <left> Because <laughs> some dude kept yelling. Somebody put a joke on during uh, the middle of my set. Oh, shit. I just stopped my set and went out and confronted him. No joke. I just started yelling at this. Like, what well, the hell? Shit. You don't do that at open mic. Yeah, well, it yeah, was so. True. I, and for some reason, I just decided I'd keep doing it, and I started. Uh, so that, you know, all there was was music open mic. So t- uh, uh, at this time, I've also been laid off my last radio gig, okay. so I'm unemployed. Um, and uh, but working like four different part time jobs, you know, traffic for B one hundred four, RCN freelance stuff, uh, waiting tables at. What a, year is this? Like this is two thousand seven. Okay. And then I ended up working at the Brew Works in Bethlehem as they are looking to open their Allentown location. So I knew they were looking for like entertainment stuff like that. I write this proposal. Steve to do Boss a show got course. you that job. Steve Boss at got the, me that fun brewer. Actually. No, I, 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 I had to bust my own ass to get oh. that job. I had to do time at Granny McCarthy's in order to get the job because oh. I had no waiting experience. You're like,
0: wait, you know Steve Boss? Then you can't.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, uh, so yeah, I I hit them up and I get a showcase because at that time, like Katasaka had a show at the Blue Monkey Blue on Mon- occasion. Yeah. Okay. I do that on occasion, like you know, you just there was no regular place to really do comedy. So then I start uh, Tickle Me Tuesdays, which was a showcase happening. Uh, I think it was like I think the first and third Tuesday.
0: And it's still kind of going on, right? I mean, you're not an affiliate. no,
2: with no it. Tickle Me Tuesdays the... isn't going on anymore, no? unfortunately. Um, oh. Okay. But um, so then that happens. And now, but the mic was going on, but the well, the mic happened afterwards. Tickle okay. Me tryouts happened, uh, I'd say about a few months after Randy Tong, uh, who had been doing uh, it was on my very first show, Tickle Me Tuesday. See, I met him at a Blue Monkey show afterwards, mm-hmm. uh, where he was you know, uh, you know, very encouraging, even though sure. I had died so hard on that stage that night. Um, uh, and so we were trying, uh, so yeah, so he ended up hosting that open mic, and then in early 2009. A buddy of mine uh, and me start the associate, well, technically restart the Associated Mass Improv Comedy Team Um, and uh, and we start doing shows regularly with that. So, I was managing director of the Associated Mess and running uh, Tickle Me Tuesdays. And in that same time, I started Tickle Me Tuesdays. I got hired at Civic Theater of Allentown as their marketing director and became their marketing director. So,
0: and then you you went to Arts Quest from Civic,
2: yeah, went from our uh, to ArtsQuest from Civic, but you but it was largely because of the Tickle Me Tuesdays, exactly.
0: I mean, and let's be honest here, like,
1: and I would say it's. Me really, that, you know, because as soon as I got into the comedy game, you know, I, funny, don't know. I
0: remember that time because that's when I met Tyler. But I would mm-hmm. be like, I was at the uh, open mics, like trying to find a girlfriend. Yeah, so I would bring my guitar and be like, "Yo, this song's about love." <laughs> <laughs> but that, like, that's the direction I was yeah, going. Yeah. And then I saw Tyler. I'm like, "That's you know, I I didn't want to do it, but I'm like, that's that's great. Is it interesting to kind of look back? Because let's be honest, like that was definitely the genesis of." Where we're at stuff now. Were, it is yeah. like, a lot of the stuff. Even like the stuff that I did was part and parcel to the fact that there was other stuff going around. You know that there were open mics where there were comics. Right. You know. So well, I know. So is I it I weird could... to look back on the beginning of the scene for you guys?
2: Weird? No. I mean, I uh, I like looking back on it. You know. I, well, I mean, I, I guess don't, I have a different perspective. Weird in the
0: sense of that it's like we're gonna start talking about comedy plots in a couple minutes, and it's like.
2: The it,
1: genesis of it. it. Kinda right? Went from... It is that, but, you know, like, I just walked... It was happening when I started, so I didn't see the beginning. Sure, I kind of okay. walked... I think I came at the perfect time. Like, you didn't need to be I in didn't, charge of it. No, and, like... Right. <laughs> right. I, you know, I... W- w- the goal was um, to get on Tickle Me Tuesday, you know? Looking back now, it's like... And not to knock the show, it's like, well, that was, no, a, but that that time, was a local right? showcase, but... But you yeah, know, at, at the time, time though, you're like that's big. I remember my first five minute time they put me on tickle me tickle me Tuesday. It was, and it was like life altering because like Really? Yeah, because well, I mean yeah, I, I, that's I mean that there were like girls that like I think it was just a like a perfect storm because there was like attractive like these two attractive girls came up to me after and they were they were like wanted to hang out with me. I'm like, comedy is the greatest thing <laughs> of all time. I knew this would happen. I, I, I knew it. love that, like, that's...
0: You know, Tyler was, like, and two girls talked to me, so it was, I it was committed true. my life to
1: it. Well, it was like, man, show business is just how I imagined it. You know, people are giving you all this attention. <laughs> I think I went up in shorts and flip-flops. Like, I had no... Yeah, I, I'm it.
2: almost definite you <laughs> yeah. did because I remember being like, oh, fuck, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler's got <laughs> those long basketball shorts yeah, like Allen yeah, yeah. Iverson used to wear. <laughs> no, yeah, he would never at least do... You wouldn't do the basketball yeah, shorts. No, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't do the basketball
1: yeah. shorts. I did do shorts, but... um, Yeah, like, I benefited, like... It, I'm the type of person where if that wasn't all laid out for me already, I would not be doing well, like, it right I now.
0: I mean, even right now, like I see people posting all the time um, where they're taking—I mean, it's not a commercial for Arts Quest, but they're—you know—they're taking uh, classes at ArtsQuest mm-hmm. for improv or comedy. We all know yeah. people who are doing those, and it's just crazy to think like ten years ago, it was literally your class was walking into Brew Works and signing up on a sheet.
1: Right. Right. Well, and you know. But I benefited from, like, the Randy and Ryan oh, yeah, and, like, know. people that had a couple years. And, like, you these guys, like, they at least knew the lay of the land a little bit, right? So, I dude, there's been so many rides that I've had with Randy Tongue where, like, I seen if it wasn't for Randy Tongue, I would probably have shot kind of? myself or stopped doing comedy. That's a because we, we would have to go places. We would go all these Large. places, and it was always awful. Yeah, like no, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Randy. I, I haven't talked to him in a
0: while, but he's, he's always been awesome to me. Yeah,
1: these v- things we would do. Like I remember I me you music- and Randy went somewhere. I did i I'm not going to mention the per- people that put it on because I I still like work with them. Okay, but it was like a hotel. Oh it,
2: God! Oh God! Yeah, I'm. And it was just this. a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I remember this. But we
1: didn't like. I didn't know. It was a nightmare. I'm right. like, oh, he's like, just... I got yeah. Well, no, because you, you're just like, I guess this is what you How do. Go? Yeah. yeah.
2: But those and those are also the the war stories. So that you end up telling other comics. Like that's the other thing. Like one of the things I'll always say in in the class I teach at Arts Quest is that if you're talking to more established comics as a younger comic. I see. You know, you you see this and you cringe, like when the comic, when the younger comic starts to try to boast. Right. No, no, no. Tell about the time that you went to an awful place right. and die, uh, died a horrible death. Yeah. Because we all have those stories, and that's the way to to. Because there's comics who are who, there's comics who are, are making tens of thousands of dollars. You know, uh, an appearance doing this, who still have those shows because yeah. sometimes comedy uh, yeah. gets put on in the weirdest of circumstances because people feel that as long as you have a mic, that you can do it, and sometimes. Even the mic is a freaking uh, uh Yeah, a luxury. luxury. Yeah. yeah.
1: And because I would talk to my friends, like, because when I moved to New York, a lot of the, some of those guys started there and they it's like, and not that every New York show is in uh, ideal conditions, but it's like, you have, you guys have no idea. Like, you, like a biker bar where you guys don't, we don't, we not have a <laughs> mic. People were playing pool, like picking, like. Have you ever
0: it, gone up and like looked at an audience, o- because you read audiences, right? Have you ever looked at an audience and went,
2: Fuck. oh my oh, god yeah. like mo- the majority <laughs> of the time 90
1: percent of the time oh
2: those vfw <laughs> like those, those yeah. um those kind of shows those those fire hall shows you'd we'd get put on that was a lot of it, like those those yeah, benefit like, shows yeah, where like somebody was, some dude was yelling at me because uh, right off the bat because I had jeans that were tighter than he thought they should be. Uh, and these are just like normal guy jeans or whatever yeah. for the time.
0: Wait, so you think there's some people who, like buy a ticket to a comedy show because they know.
2: No, these are people that, that they can, they're
1: like, raising money for something exactly. they don't yeah, give they a shit about exactly. what Comedy is just happening to yeah.
0: them. But give it like um, what that brings you to all of that stuff. Brings you to Arts Quest. I yeah. mean, just for people who don't... I don't want people to think that you're just in charge of comedy because it's not the case. No. So, Can you kind of give a rundown before we talk about comedy plots about what do you handle sure that
2: arch sure so uh in my title essentially what i'm specifically responsible for are the cinemas the frank bankaway house cinemas uh, i oversee those and uh, i oversee comedy those are the two main things i'm also the programming lead on oktoberfest uh, mm-hmm. i'm in charge of the saint nick's at chris Kindlemart mart uh <laughs> i i book dance programming um to a certain extent um there's it's a. It, sometimes it can be some very random stuff, um, but the main thing is, is I just I don't do music. Uh, I don't do the thing Arts quest is uh, mainly known for. Uh, I do the other stuff.
1: Which is other, yeah. Did, and perfe-
2: he-
0: ah, you messed up my segue. But
2: what? It's still available? It's okay, still right so here. So my segue
0: you? is going to be, Music Fest used to only be about music. Oh, right. <laughs> and now it's about comedy. Well, we. Uh, so, for people who don't know, you know Tyler's like we should do a comedy show. So, three years ago we started that, and now um, this year we have two weekends,
1: fourteen, 14 shows, shows mm-hmm.
0: four uh, family friendly. I'm using air quote shows. We'll talk yeah. about that in a minute. Like this is, I always loved it when people were like, well, it's it's music fest, not comedy fest.
2: Um, who said that?
0: I don't know. People on the internet.
2: Really? Yeah. So I would, mean, fight we, them? that that happens. Well, it's just
0: dumb. Like any. I mean,
2: they were doing that when we announced Jerry Seinfeld as a right. headliner. Any
0: quality festival any of us have ever been to, there's more than just, you know, the mainstay.
1: Well, and like but- you don't have to come at all if you don't want to see comedy.
0: Yeah, but people just it's,
1: it's- like it's it's not. You don't have to do it. Nobody's forcing you. We'd like it if you did, but I just think it's it's cool to offer another little. This is my. This was. I know we talked about this when we first started. This is what's happening right now. Yeah. It was my goal.
0: Well, our whole goal was, hey, you know, we, you know, we rented the ice house and we sold it out. It was free, so it wasn't mm-hmm. that hard to sell it out. But it's just fun. Uh, obviously, having ArtsQuest involved makes it one million times better produced.
1: Yeah, because they're not. I was the lighting. We guy. sucked at it. Yeah, like no, I right? was the light. I had
0: the lighting board. And well, the guy the, you pay him a hundred dollars, right? Yeah,
1: and he's like these buttons. Yeah, here's the here's the on switch. Like, well, I could have done, I could have figured that the, out. The but,
0: door's the size of but, a surfboard. Well, it gets back like, to I'm
1: just the It thing. gets back to the point where you know, I never learned the the muscle of like producing. So Ryan has right. all this knowledge of because you there was nothing, and mm-hmm. then you had to if you wanted to show you had to yeah to do it yourself, do it yourself. Yeah, so you know. We didn't know how to produce shit.
0: Well, our first year, like it went well By the thank, by well, the thank, luck of God. Thank God it didn't <laughs> go horrible and I and I kind of attribute that to the fact that our friends who we're friends with are you know, they're a little crazy but they're friends, so they kept everything yeah. in, in check and they didn't, you know. For the
1: most
2: part, things have changed since. Let me in that
1: door. Why can't I go in that door?
0: But now we have we have actual like you
2: know. Oh, reminds me. I haven't booked the security yet.
0: I I know a guy. uh, (laughs) If you need him, help you out with security. But now we have you know we have stage assistants and you know somebody who's qualified running the board. Um, You know, going into comedy plots this year, which will be both. Saturdays and Sundays. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday, Friday Saturday. Saturday, Sunday. And the Friday... It, well, go to musicfest.org and look for all the stuff or search comedy plots. But why is it like exciting for you? Or is it exciting to you <laughs> t- to have? Because um, you're doing a lot yeah. more work now, like, during this than I'll be
2: doing. Yeah, well, what I particularly like about it is, um, you know, there's... Uh, so when we uh, opening steel stacks and having uh, music fest now be part of the south side, you know we've been doing comedy at music fest actually since 2012 because mm-hmm. we did late night comedy shows in the music fest cafe, um, and that was strangely when for whatever reason we had not uh, you know hadn't put more music in there until like one, and when they finally figured out you know oh we should be putting more music there, then uh, then you know uh, we, we weren't doing booth. those stand up sh- uh, those stand up shows. Those were there.
1: great shows though.
2: Yeah, though, because those it was, was like because yeah, it, it, it was about so like fun. the uh, you'd get 300 people because it was about the only. It was I think it was the only thing yeah. we were offering at the time. And then they realized, oh, we we can put some more music in, you know, et cetera. And so stand-up had to kind of take a back seat and then then you guys came along. And then the th- thing I really like is that I also just because you know we don't do the main stage on sand island anymore like i i have memories of being in radio and working like that that intersection with like a keg in the cat country band like you (laughs) know like talking to callahan and talking all them or whatever like great memories of that and that kind of means music fest to me to a certain Mm -hmm. extent so to be doing comedy right there in this pretty laid back sort of vibe it's definitely different it's it's and it's showcase format, as always, as you know, kind of the more chill format right. to do, um, you know, because you're just kind of assign, you know, you're, you're signing times between five and 15 minutes, so it's like, and nobody cares whether they're getting seven or 10, as opposed to the headliner shows where you got to worry about how long the host yeah. is doing, so it's not taking up too much time, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, and especially expanding uh, to two weekends this time, now we've been able to, you know, we have 30-plus comics, and I, it, that, to me, is a lot of fun. And it's also fun to have... Um, uh, that the Ice House is an interesting space. It's, it's an interesting really, space yeah. to do comedy in. It's
0: got to be tough for sound. Like, the guy doing sound, it's got to be you know difficult. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's it's, it's
2: it's not ideal, but it is. It's definitely very workable.
0: And it's an interesting spot. Like so, if you're listening to this and you're like, "What's the Ice House?" Go to it. It's look that. It up. It's what it
2: is. It's literally. Well, what it's, it's just the ice like house. it's
0: yeah. a, It's one place you're gonna walk in. I guarantee you go if you've never been there before. You'll be like, "What?" And yeah. I never know this existed before. Like, it's. it's
1: well, really without difficult. sounding like too much like a. Infomercial. This is this is a little
0: bit of an infomercial. This is fine.
1: But can, can you talk about like we all could talk about? But I think you can talk best about who's coming. Like yeah, yeah, the yeah.
2: Are- um, there's some, uh, well, first off, a couple of our, our Steel Stacks favorites are coming in Doogie Horner and Jim Too's, uh both, you know, locally uh, born and bred. But then, you know, uh, again, they were actually coming up around the same time I was, but they made arguably smarter decisions as performers <laughs> and went to a different city. Like, you know, Jim came up through Cleveland and Doogie came up through Philly. Um and uh, so you know, uh, so they are uh, you know they're as far as you know Lehigh Valley born and bred, uh, you know, solid comics who are coming back there on the I think the first weekend, and then uh, also on that first weekend, Natalie Akar and uh, Boris Kaken who are good uh, up and coming young uh, New York comics. Uh, we also have uh, Bob Hansen who is a retired uh, wrestler. Mm-hmm. Is he retired now? He's retired. Yeah, oh yeah. He's because retired. he's doing. Uh, I, he was trained by the Wild Samoan in he's Allentown my, and Hazelton. He
0: is my most. In- like the guy I want to
1: I'll say this. See the I know I'm very close with Bob. Him and, he's one of my favorite people of all time.
0: There's one comedian. Who's the headliner?
1: Natalie.
2: You're Natalie. thinking of Natalie. I want to see her too. Yeah.
0: So Bob like.
2: Bob is the best.
0: because he's definitely, if Bob, you look up his stuff, it's like wrestler. I'm like, oh, I'm yeah.
2: in. I want to see he's, His energy is off the top. Bob
1: charts. has a tattoo right here. Have you seen this? No. Uh-uh. He has a tattoo on his neck that says Bob.
2: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, those are um, uh, you know those are five uh, people I'm really excited for. Then we've got this just great mix of uh, I don't Philly f- comics and you I, know I, I, and and uh, local comics too. So I
0: don't you know what I'll put both of you on the spot then in terms of one local comic who's not like yourself without singling anybody else or, or maybe I don't know I don't want to like. I can't play do. Favorite. I personally can't do it,
2: but I'll, I can. Well, you. Want there, to I'm just say it?
0: like, if somebody for? If somebody's saying, "Hey, I want to check this out," and we're talking about the headliners. Well, Is I'm there, not like, a, say is there one. like a local? Okay, I'm not gonna say gonna one.
1: I, I think Roya Hamadani is mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ian, her husband. Yeah, is now good. husband. Um, the thing about the local talent is, uh, it's it's gotten really good. You know, like Kirk Griffiths is really good. Oh yeah. I um, love Kirk. Uh, I, You know I'm, I'm kind of I, really, I like Emily Poche Emily Emily's uh, good
0: She just seemed I don't know It's just really relaxed And then The thing
1: I liked about Because I've been You know Since I've been back here I've been doing like A lot of the mics Around here again And uh, th- What I missed When I'm living in New York Doing that Like the open mic scene Or whatever And uh Joy that, <laughs> that, <the> Joy <laughs> But like There's no pressure So Like you don't have to impress anybody really right so like i think you quickly find out who you are more quickly than when you go to the an open mic in the city and you know, the first nine people all have late night sets Yeah, you're like, well, maybe they could bring you on the road, you know? So you're like, I got to do my best material. I got to like fucking worry about networking and shit, but that doesn't really, not that people aren't networking or whatever, but I think it's a more organic networking, like just kind of camaraderie. How do
0: you guys see the, uh, the local scene now compared to 10 years ago, five years ago? I mean, it seems like we're getting a, when we put out comedy plots, you know, my end is to promote it and say, Hey, get some comedians in here, but we have a lot of interest. And then it seems like the quality of comics is...
2: Yeah, I mean, 10 years ago, there's no comparison because the first Tickle Me Tuesday I did, I had to like... Uh, if there wasn't like a a car full of four Wilkes Barre comics, that show wouldn't have happened. <laughs> yeah. so it was me, Randy, and uh, I don't know if you remember this woman. I think she went on stage as the Crummy Lady or something, like and then she did Andrew Dice Clay material. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I was just after like two times. Randy even was like, "We can't let her keep yeah. doing that," and I was like, "Yeah, you're right." That's I can't. Other,
1: I'll say this, and I without you know kissing, seeming like I'm kissing Ryan and Randy's ass too much, but there was like. You know that shit didn't fly. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, like so. It, it, like I remember having decorum. conversations with Randy and Ryan. We've had I'm I've talked about material dozens of times, but there'd be times where Randy would be like, "Don't do that." Yeah. And
0: I don't want to sound like I know anything, but like I was at a couple open mics in that time frame up to like 2010, 11. Where there are some comics who are like, "I'm going to be as offensive as possible."
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. well, that's that's a constant, they're, because there's uh, people who can't get laughs want to get some sort of reaction. So like, very hey. often it'll just they'll just go to the shock value of it because they're not getting laughs, but they need to get something. They're
1: like I mean, I think I do think though the one, I think that there's there's. Maybe less comics now than there was. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. there's always an ebb and flow of that because yeah. what happens is there's only so, especially in a small scene like this, there's only so many stages. So what happens is that there's these kind of waves of comedians who come through, and there's only so much, you know, uh, only so much stage time for them. Yeah. So the ones and who there's no mics really. Yeah, well, right. Yeah, that's the thing. Right now, if I if I had one wish for the comedy scene, it would be about Starting three mics. or four more mics, like, that was scattered thing. through the Lehigh Valley. When I
1: started, got I got up. Six times a week. Yeah, and that you know. You think like or had-
0: comedy open mics like a lot. Of, it seems I remember like if they're, if they're happening at bars, I always remember like it seems like ugh, because. Everybody's juiced up. Well, it has
2: to be, if it's going to be in a bar, it has to be at a place. Like, that's what the, actually the Tally Ho, that room is actually a per- decent good. place yeah, perfect, for that. Though. You know, or even uh, what happened to, our Allentown Brewworks. uh you know, has the the Silk Lounge. Like, mm-hmm. like, there, I've seen too many, what happens is too many mics happen in the main bar area. Nobody wants comedy that happens no. to them. Right. They they want to choose to do it. And there's not a lot of places around the Lehigh Valley very well equipped for that. Yeah,
0: you can't put comedy on in the background.
2: No. No. That's not not a thing.
0: You don't listen to a stand-up and kind of tune out. Like, you need to be involved.
2: I just had a memory of, do you remember uh, the the Northeast Philly open mic we did the The day Obama won his second uh, term? Not the cabaret. It was this bar where, like, the bar was so big Uh. that the performance space were in the corner. Uh, and I just remember we performed to like three people, and then I remember on the TV after we were done, we were sitting having a drink, like, mm. and then they said, "Oh, and Barack Obama has won a second term, and not a peep from anybody in that that crowd." Like, really? Not, I, I think they just drank Northeast harder. <laughs> yeah, in Northeast Philly. Well, Northeast
1: F- Philly could be a little. You know,
0: it's pretty funny. That exact night, I was in El Paso, Texas. Oh wow! I remember watching. it. I was in the hotel bar in El Paso. Well, the
1: night it. Trump got elected, I got a call from. The- uh, per people that no, they said Thanks, that, uh, there was a, <clears throat> a fire hall gig that a New York comic canceled because like do they were probably it? like I'm not, it. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm not doing a fire hall gig in Pennsylvania it's so, like I'll go do it so I was like you know what I'm gonna make fun of guns I'm gonna make fun of all the shit that these people voted for
2: and it was maybe the most fun I've ever had doing
0: <laughs> if, you, if, you can get a, if you can get a crowd can actually oh they drive. didn't
2: love me Oh no, they didn't. No, some no. People a, did. Perso- a purposeful bomb is one of the best bombs. Yeah. Like when, My, when you go I, in there, that's that's fun.
0: I'm not gonna remember his name. I don't really care to Google. He's an ex. He's an ex cop. Like is it DeMeo or something? Mark, Mark DeMeo. DeMeo. I saw him in in the slate belt at a uh, a fire hall, and our friends are like, "Hey, we got these extra tickets." This was three years ago. Really? Maybe three. Yeah three, It has to be Like three years ago Mark DeMayo, he put on a great set And it was perfect For the Slate belt. Oh yeah totally yeah, yeah. like that Genre But I Like I talked to him afterwards um, And I looked him up You know he's moderately Pretty big I mean Yeah not he's not huge, He, he does what? pretty
1: well He's in all the clubs So
0: This podcast will be A tiny bit shorter Only because um, It's exciting And we want to talk About comedy plots So Is there anything Tyler You're on a couple sets Of course mm-hmm.
1: Yeah I'm on a couple of them
0: in all seriousness, no, like what?
1: I don't know. What this is one. this?
0: Like, seriously, we are two weekends. You know, it's it's 14 shows. They're the all family free. friendly stuff is something we should
2: probably touch well, on. Let's also. touch on
0: that. And Ryan, you're the one who can really point the. the uh, yeah. Explain
2: it. The goal of those shows is that you can bring your kids in. Um, Twelve and, and
0: under not allowed.
2: No, no, no. Yeah, that, that I saw that on a couple articles. That's kind of confusing. So no, any kids can be in you, there. It's up
0: to your parental guidance. Yeah,
2: it's any kids can be in there because the 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 it's going to be clean. The language is going to be clean. But here's, I think the distinction I want to make, and I, I wanted to, uh, that's why you know you saw some of the emails. I wanted to make sure people understood we're not going to entertain those children. This isn't Mr. Yeah. Rogers. The, exactly, there's no puppetry. There's no uh, balloons or anything. Yeah. Like there that.
0: may be adult jokes. They won't be saying shit. Fuck. Whatever.
2: and they well, they won't even really be uh, what the, basically what we're telling our comedians is. Make it so that when those kids walk out, they're not saying to their mom, "What's a blank?" You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and they have to explain what you know this uh, this thing is. Like the the material has to be clean and the language has to be clean. But they're not going to be these comics are not there it, because children's entertainment is a completely different thing. Stand up comics don't do it. Uh, so that that that's the only thing I want to make very clear is that if you're going in with your kids expecting them to be entertained, they're not going to be. Right. But if you like clean comedy, because there's a lot of adults who just just do not like dirty comedy. That's fair. So, and that's that's totally fine. Uh, and if you, so, if you this, these are the shows for you, and they're four thirty on the Saturdays and Sundays.
0: I mean, listen, and, and we everybody in this room is part of the group that put it together. Mm-hmm. So, you know, on my end, like for me, it's just it, it's kind of obviously having Leah Valley with love comedy plots is insanely awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, what are your kind of maybe final thoughts on the fact that? Comedy's big enough now in the Lehigh Valley, where you guys kind of saw the birth of it, literally, mm-hmm. to the point now where we're having a fourteen-show, two-weekend type. Well, thing. yeah, I think I it's
1: mean, directly re- related it, it, to it, it, me. It, it, I think <laughs> I. <laughs> it, so, uh, All right, fuck this. I, you know, I like, Tyler, <laughs> can we have a moment of interest? <laughs> no, I got a wallet. go ahead, Ryan. will take it. <laughs> Ryan, will take that
2: because uh, you he was there from the dirt he, he, he well, it's got
0: so to be somewhat satisfying of course no I mean, no no of
2: course well actually so here's the other thing i want to i just I, we don't obviously sure, yeah, I have yeah. to jump off on this but for me what you know one of the things we're working on at arts quest is this banana factory redesign and as part of it will be a comedy theater and that that to me well don't get me wrong comedy yeah well i i asked for permission earlier today so so we're good um but that comedy theater to me is going to be the culmination of so much hard work. For me, back in like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, being that annoying dude on Facebook hitting everybody up, uh, you know the the the, uh, yeah, the invites like John, and stuff. John Longer two thousand sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> Turtle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> from from that, you know that will be so big. Comedy plots is definitely. Uh, you know, a big part of that roadmap. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. But, but so that is what's, what's pretty cool about it. Yeah, of course. I mean, that, that's uh, that journey uh, will feel like, you know, it's hit. I don't want to say like a conclusion, but definitely like this, this huge, uh, it, it's, uh it, it's like thing. nice
0: to have like an event like that. Yes. It's not, you know, I don't, I don't want to sound like this the be all end all. Mm-hmm. Um, and for people, Asking about or thinking about what Ryan said, yes, there will be a dedicated comedy area, yeah, in, in um, a remodeled banana factory. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure there's gonna be a lot more information soon, but that's yeah. awesome. Like, there's going to be a strictly just for comedy, yeah, just for comedy. And I think it's it's but,
1: got it's a lot to do with, too. Like, we're catching up to the Phillies and the New York's, not like pretty quickly. we'll never well, be I mean, that, it's, well, but it's like there's enough people in this yeah. area and they're getting conditioned because of a. All the years of probably you know Ryan's hard work and like programming like good comedy that I think there's enough people that are like you know because so, you got to condition the the, the the population. Well, then to, to
0: this to, to this end to to end this out and and for everybody wondering about all the stuff we're talking about. George be, has
1: a date or something. He's rushing us out. We have
0: a, no no. You, you, you said you got to leave it six fifteen and six twenty three. Have a date. Yeah. Right. So the Tyler does. Tyler doesn't care about other people. <laughs> Where no, but uh. Honestly, if you were going to tell somebody listening to this who was you 10 years ago about doing comedy here, in all sin- sincerity...
1: Or that might want to start it tomorrow. Yeah. What
0: like what could they do, if they live in the Lehigh Valley, what could they do tomorrow or, or in the next month to, to get
2: started? The big thing i tell people is you got to make your own opportunities and try to uh, as long as you feel like you can, it's you, you've got two main paths. Get up as much as possible. Get on stage as humanly as much as possible. And mm-hmm, or yeah. start a show. Whether it's an open mic or a showcase, um, you know, one of those things. Those are your guaranteed ways to, to get in it. But yeah, you've got to... I mean, this is the thing. Comedy is not like riding a bike, you know. Yeah. So anybody the, can you. you it. got
1: four years, like, that's getting good, up. That's good. I, yeah. I, I would say you always have to get up a lot. But I that your first, like... For four years, you got to keep your head down. Mm-hmm. For even you to figure out if you could maybe be good at it. Well, that sounds really
0: like horrible. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. but certainly, but for people who do it, like they're um, you're going to have the opportunity to see dozens of really talented, awesome comedians, and possibly you know if you want to talk like, to many example, any of them, ma- comedy plots. Like, and like so,
1: another the, the, the last part of this is like knowing the alumni that has been there over the past 3 years. Yeah. You're there's a better than average chance you're going to see somebody that you'll see doing things outside on of TV. MTV. This area. I mean, we got like comedy I can name Central. I could name probably 6 people. doogie
0: has been on America. Doogie. Dina
1: Hashem has been on. Shane Gillis is on Comedy Central Dena right Hashem, now. Dina
0: she do or she's she been was on, last she, year, but she's not this year. Now. She's uh, no, she's she last was fantastic. year. But
1: there's people, you know, that are on TV now that mm-hmm. you saw So there. come out
0: to sure. comedy plots. And uh, be sure to, after Comedy Plots. I mean, I've been on
1: PBS (laughs) at midnight tonight. (laughs) (laughs) At midnight tonight, you missed it. Uh,
0: Obviously, we're here to promote comedy plots. We have all of that in the podcast notes, but make sure you go to archquest.org, steelstacks. Yeah, steelstacks.org. Steelstacks.org. Yep. For comedy throughout the year, like there's stuff going on, you know, whether it's improv or or stand up stuff, and now with the new Mm -hmm. uh, stuff coming in. There's no shortage of comedy, which 15 years ago there you couldn't find it. Right, so and I just want to make
2: sure I put in that yeah, uh, in. there's there's shows on the south side too, improv shows, 11:15 um, on Friday and Saturday nights. There's you know a game show, um, Matt Candio and Evan Stutz doing their uh, improv show. Those are people who are associated messers from 2009. And if you're so, yeah.
0: and there's a lot of uh, opportunity for classes too. I know Glenn yeah, Tickle classes been all on. through the all through Glenn the Glenn does some mm-hmm. uh, Matt. You said Matt Candio. I know mm-hmm. that he has an improv one. I just saw coming up. So. It's not just hey, go out there and try to do it yourself. There's an opportunity to exactly. also learn.
2: There is an exact, yeah, there is an opportunity to learn because there's some people who do classes and that's the thing. That's the springboard they need. Some people are totally good, just getting up an open mics. Tyler,
0: I would take your class. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, yeah. You should work on that you know, If You'd there's a, a Tyler Rothrock comedy class,
1: a, oh, everybody passes.
0: Yeah, it's like uh, bring a bottle of Jameson, <laughs> leave it at the desk, yeah, and, and go you, home. Yep, we're good. But Alright, well thank you guys. This is a little yeah. bit shorter. We all have to like run off to do stuff. Um, it, i hope everyone is excited about Music Fest as I am. I'm a dad now, so I get to bring down the red wagon and put a case of go. beer under it.
1: Um, <laughs> you did that when you weren't a dad, but I
0: know, but like they're like, Where's the kid? And now they're gonna be like, You have a kid, I don't have to look yeah. for the
1: beer. That's the reason why you had the kid.
0: Yeah. yeah, just, no, just yeah. Alright, thank you guys. Thank you, Brian.
2: Thanks for having me. Guys.